Thank you, Joel, and, and uh, thank all of you for joining us today as we prepare to break um, on the state-of-the-art learning facility. It's the Dwight and Diane Dirks Computational Science Hall. Since our founding in 1903, MSRE has always been at the forefront. They take the technology of today and combine that with our application-oriented curriculum to really meet the challenging and the uh, ever-changing uh, needs of, of industry itself. And so Dr. Uh, John Waltz and the MSRE faculty have done a phenomenal job of ensuring that MSRE remains a leader in this transformative space of computer science and artificial intelligence. Uh, what I'd like to do is to welcome up John to take us through the groundbreaking events that we have today. Thank you, Regent Mosseri. And welcome, everyone. What a great day. We're glad to have you here. This is a great day for MSOE. It's a great day for our city. And it's a great day for our state. So exactly six months ago today, we gathered in the Kern Center for one of the greatest announcements that I certainly have ever been able to make in my career. I hope it won't be the last one, but it was a great announcement. Throughout its history, MSOE has benefited greatly from the generosity of people who understood the value of this unique institution and who were willing to invest in it. And if you walk around our campus today, you'll see the result of that generosity reflected in the names of some of the most uh, beautiful and heavily used spaces. So we have the Groman Museum and the Groman Tower, recognizing the generosity of Dr. Eckhart Groman. The Relo Nursing Complex, recognizing Dr. Kathy and Jerry Relo. And of course, the Kern Center, recognizing Drs. Bob and Patricia Kern. Today, we are here to break ground on the latest addition to this impressive list, the Dwight and Diane Derrick's Computational Science Hall a beautiful new academic building located in the heart of our campus. When completed, which should be about 16 months ago from now, this, <laughs> I, I'm very anxious, right? From now, this building will provide modern classrooms, laboratories, and gathering spaces to support the entire MSOE community. And indeed, it is my firm belief that every student on our campus, regardless of his or her major, will benefit from this building. That was one of the great things about working with Dwight and Diane on this. So I remember when we first went out and started talking about this, the initial conversations were about creating a computing center, perhaps a space that could be in one of our existing buildings. And then as we started to talk some more, we started to think, well, maybe this needs to be more than just renovating a space. Maybe this needs to be an entire new structure dedicated to computer science. And as we continue to talk some more, we started to think even broader. Yes, the focus of the building would certainly be in the computational area, which is important to Dwight and to us as well, but perhaps we could build something bigger, something that supported the entire MSOE community and beyond. And so I remember going back to California and presenting this idea to Dwight and Diane and they were just as excited and just as enthusiastic about it as we were. And that is what we'll be breaking ground on today. So throughout this whole process of working with them, getting the gift and designing the building, I realized 
that we could not have asked for two better people to partner with than Dwight and Diane Derricks. So I know the architect on this project, Scott Ramlow, will speak in a few minutes and describe the building, and you'll want to hear that. It is an amazing facility. I want to mention just a couple parts about it. The building will house an incredibly powerful NVIDIA supercomputer that will not only support our academic programs, but will allow development of new applications in the exploding field of artificial intelligence. Located around the supercomputer will be corporate partnership spaces where industry representatives can come in and work with our faculty, our staff, and our students and take advantage of the unmatched capabilities offered by the state-of-the-art computer. So this building will not only be a transformational educational facility that will enable MSOE to be a national leader in preparing students for the future, it will also be a building that supports economic growth in our region. I want to mention that our construction manager on the project will be Mortensen Construction. Uh, in choosing Mortensen, one of the things that really impressed the selection committee and impressed me as well was the number of MSOE alumni who will be involved in this project. So we'll have MSOE alumni constructing a building on MSOE's campus for use by MSOE students, faculty, and staff. How great is that? Over the past six months or so, MSOE has been involved in a comprehensive strategic planning process. And this has involved our faculty, our staff, our regents, our alumni, our students. And part of that was to develop a vision of what we want our university to be down the road and some strategies and actions for getting us there. The vision that we have developed is that MSOE will set the standard for preparing leaders to solve the diverse technical challenges of the 21st century. There is no doubt that this facility, along with the educational programs and the partnerships that result from it, will put us well on the way to reaching that vision. This is indeed a bold step forward. Before I close, I want to briefly mention one other exciting project that has just gotten away on our campus, and which you could actually see happening right over here across the parking lot. A month or so ago, we signed a new lease agreement with the Rec Supply for MSOE's German English Academy building. Direct Supply will be investing some $9 million to renovate and modernize the building and create a new innovation and technology center at MSOE. The center will provide opportunities for MSOE faculty and students to work alongside Direct Supply personnel on development of new technologies for insisting senior citizens. And many of those projects will no doubt take advantage of the powerful capabilities that our new Derricks Hall will provide. It is an incredibly exciting time for our campus, and I cannot wait to see the results. We just need to get through the construction. <laughs> so we are fortunate to have a number of very distinguished guests with us today on stage, and I'd like to introduce the first of those to say a few words. He is the governor of the great state of Wisconsin, Governor Scott Walker. Well, first of all, congratulations and thanks to Dwight and Diane. Uh, we established, as I looked at the background and we talked a little bit before things started, that uh, Dwight and I were in school at the same time. Just you were here and I was down the way at Marquette University. I actually worked a couple blocks down the way at the 411 building. And so, 
uh, Dr. Walter, was appropriate that you talked about going 16 years back, or months back in time, because when we were about to go into school, Back to the Future was one of the hit movies, so I figured after this, in addition to getting those little things to look at, we're all going to get DeLoreans and go back 16 months uh, to when we officially opened this up. But uh, uh, again, congratulations, uh, and thanks not only to Dwight and Diane, but uh, to the faculty, the board, the leadership, the staff, most importantly to the students and all the supporters here. Uh, what a great day, and uh, literally what a great uh, day weather-wise, but even more so what a great day in terms of this groundbreaking and what it means for more than just the building, but for what's going to happen inside of this building. You need the structure to make it happen, uh, but the magic to happen with computer science and information technology, it's hard to believe, but uh, for the last two months in a row, we've been at 2.9% unemployment here in the state of Wisconsin. And it's not just in one part of the state or the other. It's, it's fallen here in Milwaukee, Milwaukee County. It's fallen in all the other 71 other counties across the state. It's hard to remember back, but I remember back at the beginning of 2010, the unemployment rate at that time was 9.3%. Today it's 2.9%. It's the, the lowest amount we've ever had in our state's history. And equally, if not more importantly, there are more people employed in the state, more people in the workforce in the state of Wisconsin than at any point in our state's history. Uh, we're one of the top states in the nation, not only in terms of how low unemployment is, but the percentage of people in the state is one of the top five states in the nation. And why I say that with today's groundbreaking is now more than ever, we need more people with the skills and education needed to fill those positions. Not just for the positions today, but for tomorrow and next month and next year and for years to come because we're just at the end, at the tail end of the baby boom generation being at or near into retirement. And so there's going to be this even bigger burst. And the great opportunity is there should not be a single person out there in this state or anyone even thinking about coming to the state who can't find not just a job but a career a career to support themselves and their families to be fulfilled in. And so as we think about great companies like Generac and thinking about direct supply and others that are already growing here, or new companies just a few years down the road when Foxconn is fully operational or places like Haribo, which are going to make gummy bears just down the road from here, all those different companies are going to need people like those who are going to get the education and training and skills that will be a part of this brand new wonderful facility. And so thank you again to Dwight and Diane, not only for being the inspiration and uh, the resources behind making this possible, but thanks for everyone here who's a part of and supporting the MSOE team because you're helping ensure that we've got those generations that come with the education and skills to fill those positions and to make Milwaukee and Wisconsin a great destination for many, many generations to come. Congratulations. Thank you, Governor Walker. It is a pleasure having you here. I'd like to call to the podium next Mr. Cripps, Chris Abley. Uh, Mr. Abley is County Executive for Milwaukee County. Mr. Abley. Good afternoon. I am really excited about this for a lot of reasons. Dwight and Diane, uh, when I was a kid, uh, the first computer my dad got me was a Radio Shack TRS-80. There were not disk drives, it had a cassette drive. We had, it, the memory was 48K and we upgraded to 64. And I remember, I remember explaining to my brother, you have no understanding of just how much memory that is. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, 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 as someone who grew up in that era, like many people who attend MSOE, my first familiarity with NVIDIA uh, was as the maker of chips that allow redonkulous graphics to happen and the company that introduced me to the term flops. 
uh, and then gigaflops, and then teraflops, probably. Uh, you could probably, well, you will know better than I. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Everybody in this room knows any community is as strong as the education of all of its population. And we understand that that education can't just be about catching up. It's got to be setting the pace. This would be an extraordinary announcement if it was merely a $34 million gift. Extraordinary, but it's more than that. That would be a lift up. This is a leap forward. MSOE, with this grant, is not joining a giant group of uh, institutions around the country that have a facility like this. It is setting a pace that extremely few institutions are setting. And that is worth noting, because like Foxconn, it's not just bringing jobs, it's bringing an industry that doesn't currently exist here. We are bringing a research capacity that does not exist elsewhere in the state, certainly not at this level. Just having these facilities makes us a lot more attractive to the exact the kind of students that are going to be here. Uh, I am grateful to see a lot of my friends here who I know because they support a lot of good causes. Bob Hillis, thank you for direct supply, $9 million, and everything else you do for MSOE. And to a group of people who have been pushing the, this nonstop train that has never had more momentum than it does right now, MSOE. This institution has had a mammoth impact on this community, and I see this as just the beginning of an even bigger one. So to people who think you understand how big a deal MSOE is and how important it is, stay tuned and get used to it. Thank you, Dwight, and thank you, Diane, for making this possible. Thank you, Mr. Abley. And now I'd like to introduce the mayor of our great city, the Honorable Tom Barron. Mayor Barron. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, good afternoon. It is indeed appropriate that we are in a revival tent. Uh, can I have an amen? It's amazing what we're seeing here today. And I want to thank Dwight and Diane very, very much for your generosity, um, for your allegiance to MSOE, for believing in this school, for believing in this community, and for studying in school. Uh, I appreciate that very, very much. But the revival of this city, the revival of this tent, uh, the revival of this campus, tells you all of the excitement that's going on right now in our community. And I think of MSOE as helping lead the charge in this revival. I think back when I gave my first State of the City speech in the Kern Center a brand new building with a wonderful ice skating rink that's sort of hidden away in the basement. Then the Grumman Museum. Then the Grumman Towers, the nursing facility. It goes on and on and on. And now we have this incredible addition to this campus. And it is all about the future. It's all about creating jobs so people can support their families. And this institution is definitely, definitely on the cutting edge and is the leader, I believe, in making sure that the future is secure for this community. I want to tell you a quick story about another campus, and please forgive me for telling you about a different school at this time, but you'll get the point. About 10 years ago, I was going to a UW football game with my son, who was then maybe 10 or 11 years old. And as we were streaming towards Camp Randall, we went past the computer science building. And one student, one student was walking into that building. 
as all the other students and all the other alumni were walking past that building. And I said to my son, that's the guy you're going to be working for someday. <laughs> that's the guy who's going to be creating jobs. And I look at what's going on here, and I recognize that the people who are creating jobs are the people who understand artificial intelligence, who understand cloud computing, who understand all that stuff that Chris Abley was talking about, 90% of which I didn't understand. But it's the future of this community and the future of this nation. So again, I want to thank you very, very much for showing your, your generosity, showing your belief in the future of this community and the students who attend this great university. Thank you very much. Let's move the city forward. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor Barrett, and thank you all of our guests. It's, it's an honor having all of you here with us today. I also want to acknowledge one other person who's with us, uh, sitting down in the front row, is our alderman, uh, Alderman Bob Bauman. Please. Thank you. So next, it's my pleasure to introduce Mr. Scott Ramlow, who is a partner in the architectural firm of Eli Wilson Ramlow Stein. And Scott is leading the term, leading the team that is developing this wonderful facility. Scott, thank you. Thanks, Dr. Walls. Uh, so right now, we sit in what will become the center of this new building that has been strategically placed. So right up out here in the front quarter are people that are sitting in what's going to become the main student atrium, uh, the thing that ties the building together. Um, but this is a building that's more than about one space. It's a building that I, I like to term, it's got layers of spaces. So we do have labs. We have AI Applications Lab, Data Analytics, Software Development, Senior Design. We have an AR and VR lab. Uh, but we also have classrooms, interactive classrooms, that can be set up for group learning, uh, for team instruction, and for lectures as a way to pull in students from all over the campus. Um, we then have what I think are the most important spaces in the building, and these are places for students to go between lab, between class time. We have team rooms, collaboration hubs, touchdown hubs, and study lounges for students to go to between the formatted time of their labs and classrooms, extremely important um, in order to get them to work together. And then the second thing that's important about where we're sitting today is that it's at a crossroads on the entire campus. So the building is strategically placed to be someplace that students cross daily anyway. So behind you and in front of me are the main dorms for the building. Behind me and in front of you across the street is the current science and engineering building and the library. Hundreds and hundreds of students walk, a thousand students a day walk up and down the street. So we've placed this building where they go anyway and we're creating a large indoor corridor for them to foster collisions, we like to say, between all the degrees and disciplines of the, of the school. And then add to that the addition of corporate partnership space where we can bring the students together with industry to do these things that haven't been done before and that we're first beginning to understand now. And so this is a very different kind of building for MSOE. It's intentionally open, it's cross-disciplinary, and it's social in all aspects and ways. We see more views in and out than we're going to see in other buildings on campus. Very, very important. And then lastly, it's designed not only for what we know, but what we don't know. Space that we call frontier space to bring together the corporations, the students, the faculty in ways that we haven't imagined yet, but will become possible. So imagine the building that you're sitting in right now, 16 months in the future. <laughs> 
Built as a tool for research, for artificial intelligence, and for applications, something that MSOE really strives and is successful in understanding how these things are applied. It will be an incubator to bring students, faculty, and industry together to do what MSOE is great at, and that's creating the next generation of leaders in a time of accelerated change. And uh, so I want to close today by thanking a few people. You know, at times like this, uh, we're given so much, there's really not much that we can say, and it pales on comparison. So we can just simply say thank you. So I first want to thank Dr. Walls and the Regents for allowing uh, both my company and the large team of people that's behind us to put this building together. Uh, we're so grateful to have this opportunity to serve MSOE. And most importantly, I just want to say thank you to Dwight and Diane. This is a gift that puts MSOE on the fast track. They are a leader now. Any other school that wants to do a facility like this, in my opinion, they're three years behind. And MSOE is leading the charge right where they belong. And uh, it's leadership that makes that happen. So I'm just pleased to have an association with such great leadership. Uh, speaking of good leaders, I also have the good fortune of working with Dr. Eric Baumgartner, who will speak next. He's the Vice President of Academics. Thank you. So the Dwight and Diane Derrick's Computational Science Hall was the catalyst that MSOE needed to create a new academic program in computer science. The addition of the computer science program complements our existing and strong programs in computer and software engineering. And when launched this fall, we'll provide the full complement of academic programs in computational science and engineering. As we know, the, the computing fields impact all elements of our society today. And as Dr. Wall said, MSOE has a responsibility to, grad, to produce graduates who are capable of solving the diverse technical challenges of the 21st century and also have a deep understanding of the responsible use of technology. The hallmark of an MSOE education is our focus on the individual student through an applications-based educational environment. Our students learn by doing, and our faculty and staff are here to help them through that educational journey. We also look forward to the ways in which Derrick's Hall will, and our computational programs influence the other uh, academic programs on campus, including our other engineering disciplines, business administration, nursing, actuarial science, and the user experience program, both at the undergraduate and graduate levels. Our new computer science curriculum is focused on the field of artificial intelligence, which has become fully accessible today to undergraduate students through the hardware and software solutions of companies like NVIDIA. The NVIDIA GPU-based supercomputer that will be resident in Derrick's Hall will provide our students, faculty, and corporate partners a tremendous resource to solve the most complex problems of today using AI tools such as machine learning and deep learning techniques. Simply put, our computer science degree is powered by AI. We could not be more excited about the academic future of MSOE. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to Dr. Dwight Derricks. Dwight is a 1990 graduate of MSOE and a member of the MSOE Board of Regents. Dwight has served with NVIDIA for 24 years and has served as NVIDIA's Senior Vice President of Software Engineering since 2008. A few MSOE representatives, including myself, had a chance a few weeks ago to live in Dwight's world as we attended the NVIDIA GPU Technology Conference in Silicon Valley. There we had an opportunity to witness firsthand the impact of Dwight's work at NVIDIA including the hardware and software solutions that NVIDIA is bringing to the AI revolution. Dwight shares MSOE's vision to be an educational leader in AI, deep learning, 
cloud computing, and other next generation technologies. Through Dwight and Diane's generous gift to MSOE, this vision becomes a reality today. We are ever so grateful to you both. Dr. Derricks. So this will be a first, as well as Dr. Waltz and Eric and the rest. Um, but first off, I want to thank Dr. Waltz and the great administration of MSOE. Like Dr. Veets before him, the dedication and attention to detail is amazing. The fact that we are here just six months ago after announcing back in October is no small feat. We're making it look easy. John Wallace and Jeff Snow and team have been simply all over it. I didn't want to build just a building. We wanted to transform the engineering curriculum. And my biggest concern when we started discussing this with John was whether or not we'd have educational leadership buy-in. And the educational leadership buy-in from, from Eric and his team, Steve Williams, Derek Riley, and all of the professors has been, quite frankly, absolutely positively all over it. As, as Eric was mentioning, they came out to California and attended the GTC technology conference, GPU technology conference and we're deep in the AI proceedings of the week. I didn't get to spend that much time with them, but I was so happy to see the excitement in their faces, knowing that they were going through all of their classes, becoming DLI certified so that they could train AI for the future. This project is clearly in great hands. It's running at breakneck speed, and the quality and the focus has simply been tremendous. Thank you. Dr. Waltz asked me to say a few words today, and I thought, quite frankly, I'd said it all in October. But reflecting on the moment and realizing that today ties together three life experiences of mine quite nicely. One relating to the address of where we are, two, my definition of groundbreaking, and three, finally, MSOE. This particular address, the building, the address of the new Derricks Hall, will be at 1025 North Milwaukee. When my, my family first planned our, our first campus visit 33 years ago, my dad came home with one of those fancy AAA maps. The younger kids will know what those are. <laughs> but um, it had the route from our home in Minnesota to 1025 North Milwaukee Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was the official address of MSU at the time. This is where our administration building was. This is where we registered. Um, and I wrote up on MSOE through the brochures that I had from top to bottom. I remember studying that AAA map. Again, there was no internet. So it was brochures and the map. And so I remember studying the AAA map, and quite frankly, I was fixated on the address. 1025 Milwaukee Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I guess because it was saying Milwaukee twice, something called out to me. And I'd forgotten about this a bit until, oh, that's right. I used to repeat that address in my head as I used to drive back home from home to Milwaukee just on a regular basis, because the map was always in my glove compartment. And I forgot about this until some recent correspondence from Jeff and the team talking about the new address of Derek's Hall would be at 1025 North Milwaukee Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Who knew? I look over and I see those shuttles, and I know we're here for groundbreaking. Groundbreaking means something specific to me, and I always envision it in my head when I hear the term 
where I see the shovels at a groundbreaking event. That type of shovel is what my grandpa, Derek's, would bring over to our farm in the spring to plant potatoes. He shoveled and I put in the sprout. Many, many water and close the dirt and all the things you do down there. In the, in, the, in the fall, he would use a seam shovel to break ground, dig up the bounty, and my job was to put the potatoes in the bucket. But when a particular exquisite-looking potato was found, he would stop, motion me to hand him up the potato so that he could get a good view and admire this work of art. The, the good potato would be perfectly symmetrical, perfectly round, not a flaw on it. And he really, that look of admiration of exquisite and perfect potato is, is, is something that I just, I just remember staring at my grandpa and, and uh, admiring. And so years later, when I saw my first official groundbreaking, and I saw eight of those shovels lined up and thought back to those perfect potatoes, it became essentially what I think of whenever I hear the word groundbreaking. And you hear about groundbreaking work all the time in my job at NVIDIA. And this term gets used, I immediately envision the perfection of a perfect potato in symbolic form, of course. Third, MSOE. You may not realize it now, but this university, for many of us, is the largest fraternal organization you'll ever join. We have much in common. All who go here love education. We excel at solving hard problems and are experienced in the challenges of studying and experience the challenges of studying engineering curriculum and powering through all the challenges that come with those pursuits. When in college and in the thick of it, it can seem so very tough. But it's those moments that you relish 30 years later, making the fraternal bond go stronger. And over time, you realize that the student alumni, before you and after you, are, are all part of your team, since all of them will be in your stories and memories and cherished through, through the rest of your life. Like anything you care for, you always look for ways to assist the great part of your life, whether it be time and expertise on advisory and corporation boards, assistance for yearly funds to make all of this great university happen, scholarships so that students such as myself could attend this university, endowments to attract and retain great professors, to opportunities like this one we're here for today. Helping this fraternal organization, our university, is some of the most rewarding work that I've ever done, and I highly encourage it on you going forward in whatever way is possible. I find myself spending more and more time discussing with fellow alumni on what we can do for MSOE to take this step even higher. This university has excelled for over 100 years at applying engineering expertise to the latest and greatest engineering breakthroughs. Whether it be electricity, motorized engines, radio communications, supercomputers, and personal computers, this university has delivered great engineering minds, leadership, and entrepreneurs to deliver some of the best technological products and services and turbocharge and build, turbocharge and build companies, both of which has driven the economies of Wisconsin, the entire Midwest region, and beyond. In the process of doing so, it's changed the lives of our students and families along the way, as it has mine. We have a new modern engineering breakthrough happening right now in artificial intelligence. AI has been around for 50 years. We studied it here 30 years ago when I went to MSOE. But it was a little bit more primitive and was based more on calculating next chess moves uh, using the frameworks that were had at the time along with a little bit less sophisticated computing expertise. But AI combined with modern parallel computing horsepower, the GPU has changed everything. NVIDIA invented the first GPU in 2000, used mainly for graphics and video games. Later, we accelerated most computational sciences. And roughly just over five years ago, we started accelerating modern AI uh, for the very first time. And in those five years, it's taken off like, like incredible amounts of, of, of rate of speed. Uh, building on that, 
Building on that, uh, it is clear now that AI will transform all universities, of, of all industries over the next 30 years, and also is poised to be at the center of it with this new computational science, Derek's Hall, and a revamped curriculum. We will leverage all the research from decades of research universities and large AI companies like NVIDIA, and we'll help harness the AI revolution for decades to come, just as, NVIDIA, just as MSOE has done before. I travel a lot for my job, and every government, every university, has a desire to be a new leader in this new AI rev revolution. But most, if not all, are stuck trying to figure out how to get started, where to get funding required, and how to make it happen. It's not going to be cheap, but revolutions never are. So why MSOE? This is what we do. As, as others have said before, this, we've done this before, we're going to do it again, and Brian and, and, and I can't be prouder to help ignite this rocket ship with this donation. With AI implementations, common adages are you can now work smarter, not harder. But that is one equation that MSOE alumni knows how to nail on both ends of the equation. This is probably MSOE's secret weapon. Most of us come from the Midwest, and the work ethic is strong. Even with smarter, we will still work damn hard. And the self-selecting process of MSOE searching for students who want hard challenges, loves the sciences, and ready for anything means by definition we have the smartest. So with AI, we are going to work even smarter and even harder to get more things done than ever before. Sorry about my English there, but I love the sciences. <laughs> Ultimately, it only makes sense that I am privileged to be able to give back to those who built MSOE before me by helping establish with my wife, Derek's Hall, at 1025 North Milwaukee Street in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, delivering groundbreaking experiences that students will remember for a lifetime on a day called Groundbreaking. It completes the circle. Truly a moment in my set of memories for the years to come. So it's about to happen. I still don't know if I'm breaking ground or planting a building. <laughs> I think the bulldozer has the former covered, so I'm going to go with the latter. In fact, odds are this is only the first groundbreaking we're about to bear witness on at Derrick's Hall. We'll see many more groundbreaking class projects and amazing careers for students and professors changing their lives along the way. Remember those moments when they happen. Admire the exquisite potatoes if only in your mind, and never be afraid of delivering groundbreaking experiences. Feel free to send me a note, a snap, or thought as they happen, and I will cheer for you along the way as well. Who knows, maybe someday I will get to witness a groundbreaking for a new hall focused on robotics, flying cars, healthcare science, or something not yet invented sponsored by one of you. Thanks, and I look forward to the ribbon cutting and official opening of Derek's Hall in 16 months. Thank you.